Oh, I didn't realize you were recording. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm perpetually recording. Okay. All right. Okay. It's podcast time. All right. Okay. Hi there. Welcome. This is Podcast versus Podcast. My name's Piers Ray. Joining me... My name is Eric Ivanovich. And this is a show uh, being broadcast live from the middle of the Pacific. Well, not the middle of the Pacific. We've been over this. We're closer to Canada than any other country. Let's say just off the uh, West Coast. Yeah. Northern, northwest Coast. Yeah. Cascadia. Cascadia? Yeah. Like the proposed nation that would be BC, Oregon, Washington, maybe who, Northern California. Like who Sicilian. proposed it? Uh, I think it was Andrew Jackson. Okay, so it's that proposal's not on the table. Oh, people love it. People, Currently, people yeah, love it? they're secessionists in all th- in all three areas. I guess three and a half if you count Northern California, which I do. I think we should get all the way down to San Francisco. Have you ever heard the pavement song Two States"? This is a show where uh, <laughs> where we pitch podcast ideas to each other in the hope of finding a podcast that we can do for our very own. Uh, At the we, end of the episode, we're going to uh, vote on which one we think was the better pitch, and uh, the winner will get the honor of us doing that podcast instead, and we quit this one forever. Exactly, and we're both very into honor. Yeah. And uh, what else is there? What other table setting? I guess we have a small micronation podcast versus podcast land, from right, which yeah. we do with this, but that's neither here nor there. The show is strictly about the podcast pitches. Eric, how are and you? And also sometimes okay. it's about the pavement song Two States. You would, do you really want to tell me about Two States? Nah, not really. I just wanted to, I just want to know if you've heard it. Um, no, I'm not that familiar with pavement. Okay. I'm not familiar with pavement's work. What, what is that voice? What's that work? Is that Stephen Malcolmus? Who's Stephen Malcolmus? Lead, lead singer and guitarist. Uh, pavement. pavement? Does it sound like him? No. Well, then why would it be him? I was trying to think of all the possibilities. Who, who could it be? Uh, just me being pretentious. Hmm. Hmm. Deese? Hmm. Is it uh, Jay Maskey, lead singer and guitarist of Dinosaur Jr.? No. It doesn't sound like him either, but... No. I was just trying to think of, like, what else it could be. You know, a friend of mine used to date someone who looked exactly like Dinosaur Jr. Which? The lead singer. The lead exactly singer. like Jay Maskey. Yeah, but I like to call him Dinosaur Jr. Okay. Because this other guy was called... Because his dad is named Dinosaur. Uh, yes, of course. And he is Dinosaur Jr. Yeah. And we called this guy that looked like him Dinosaur Jr. Jr. Okay. I don't know if he knew that, so if you're listening, please turn off the podcast right now. Ah, you're not listening. I don't... <laughs> Why am I worried? Well, he doesn't know who he is. <laughs> That's so, right. I don't know if anyone ever called him that to his face. Probably. It's not like an offensive nickname. Hmm. I would be pretty offensive. It's not like, I, would you really? What's the most offensive nickname you've ever had? Um, I mean, pe- you know, people used to call me uh, homophobic slurs as a nickname. Oh, yeah, me too. And that's weird. We both had the same nickname. I'm surprised they called you that. <laughs> it's because I was always like skipping. It's Instead like, of walking, like skipping around. Oh, that also, will like, do it. I was like kissing boys. and That, uh, well, then I, I guess they had you pretty well pegged. It was pretty accurate, but still pretty hurtful and mean. Yeah, it still sucks, but I mean. Uh, it's still pretty shitty. At least it made sense. At least it made to sense, them. yeah. Like you can, under, you can be like, okay, I, I get it. You're just terrible, but fine. Um, are you ready for me to pitch, pitch you a podcast? Yes, please. Pitch me a podcast, Eric. Uh, I'm, this podcast is called... The dodecahedron of truth. Is it decahedron or deca? The dodecahedron of truth. I, I am just want to put this out there. I do not know. I'm leaning towards deca. Canonically, it is now dodecahedron. That sounds better, at least. Anyways, okay. anyways, 
Uh, Dodecahedron of Truth. People always say there's two sides to every story. Some people say there's three sides to every story. Right. I submit to you that there are 12 sides to every story. And in this podcast, we're going to take a story and we're going to find all the 12 sides of it. Okay. It's just to get to the bottom of it. You got a story in mind? Nope. You want you want to you want to hit me with a story? Star Wars: A New Hope. Okay, so Star Wars. So everyone always says, you know, two sides of every story. In their view, it's probably Luke's side to the story, the Rebel Alliance, and Darth Vader's side to the story, the Empire. Okay, here's a third side to the story: the Jawas. Yeah, you know, their whole thing gets blown up. They're yeah. Sandcrawler. That and that. You know what? That's not cool, man. That is not cool. Hey, you know what's a fourth side to the story? Although to be fair, they were like pilfering. Like they just stole those robots, right? They live on a desert planet. They are scavengers. They're sca- like, what do you want them to do? Uh, get a job at McDonald's? There's not a McDonald's in hundreds of thousands of miles. How big do you think Tatooine is? I know it's not. It's galaxy far, far away from Earth, and all McDonald's are on Earth currently. Currently. And this story does take place a long time ago. Oh, you think there used to be McDonald's? No, no. I'm saying there could be a McDonald's in future. I'm just saying Jawas walk around on on the sand and they find robots. There's no, like, McDonald's. Okay, you know what? I'm All right. No judgment. Jawa positive. That's three sides. What's okay, fourth side? Fourth side is Greedo. <laughs> wow. People keep saying that Han, Han, that Han. Han shot first. Well, how do you think Greedo feels about that? I What's think... Greedo's side to the story? I bet he wishes he shot first. Yeah, and George Lucas also wishes that. Does George Lucas think that Greedo shot first? In the, like, when the, when the movies came to DVD, they edited in another laser blast that came from Greedo's gun, missing what? Han Solo. Was that supposed to make Han more likable because he didn't straight I, up murder a dude? I think that's the idea, yeah. I don't mind Han Solo being a bit of a scumbag. It kind of makes sense. Is this the first you're hearing of this Star Wars controversy? I mean, I've heard of, well, there's a lot of Star Wars controversy. As far as the, like, the re-edits go, yeah. um, I, I remember there being a big debate about whether or not Greedo shoots first. But I didn't realize that he'd gone back and remastered that section of it. Yeah, that's why there's that's, a debate at all. Mm, that's extremely disappointing. <laughs> you know what I really like? What do you like? Is that scene they added in where Han runs into Jabba on the way back to the Millennium Falcon. And uh, they shot the original footage back then, but they couldn't make it look right. So there's a, a shot of him stepping over Jabba's tail. Yeah. And it's like, wow, they really wanted to get that in there. <laughs> Nothing much happens in the scene. <laughs> he gives him a little more time, I guess, which makes no sense because he just sent a bounty hunter after him. Yeah. Doesn't make a lot of sense. But and that's the fifth side of the story is what's Jabba doing? What's Jabba doing? Hey, what's Jabba up to? There's a guy that we don't know nearly enough about. Yeah. He loves parties. Does he? He loves exotic dancers. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. He likes things on leashes. Not things. He likes women on leashes. I'm so sorry. Here's something that I'm very uncomfortable with is the fascination of um, Star Wars fans with uh, Slave Slave Leia. Yeah. Which is like the costume that Leia, Princess Leia is wearing while she's imprisoned by Jabba. So when she's not... When she's not Slave Leia, when she's just Leia, yeah, she has her own. She has her own thing. Like she has a princessly. Uh, she has the, the white gown. You mean? Yeah, like, and that's like royal attire. It's very nice. Yeah, she also has her military clothing, as in Empire. Like you see her in the right. base on Hoth, and she's got that tight yeah, officer's she, she's uniform. Yeah, she's in uniform. Yeah. So, um, 
Star Wars fans are really latched onto when Jabba the Hutt kidnapped Princess Leia. Yeah. And took her out of her, didn't let her wear the the clothes that she's comfortable with. He forced her to wear like extremely revealing like bikini thing made yes. of metal. Yes. Put her on a leash. Yes. And Star Wars fans go crazy with boners for that. Yes, because it's Carrie Fisher in a bikini, basically. But it's strange. It's it's strange. But all the stuff going on around it is horrifying like it's it's, a, it's disgusting to think about it it makes me uncomfortable whenever i see like i don't know people cosplaying as specifically leia in that getup why does that bother you i don't just be, it's that's just like because the, that's their personal choice people though. are turned on by by someone being imprisoned yeah people <laughs> are people are some people are submissive well that's why i don't you like you should be more sex positive eric oh I'm s- some people want to be imprisoned by slugs uh for listeners who don't know, off air, I accused Pierce of being sex negative. So now I'm going to go way the other way with it today I, and for the rest of the week. Sixth side of the story. Okay. R2-D2. R2-D2. We don't know what he's thinking. It's just beeps and boops. I would say he's got more heart than anyone else in that movie. Except that he doesn't have a literal heart. No, but he has a, a programmed heart that works better than a normal human heart. Okay, seventh side of the story. Luke's uncle. Ben. Ben. He's a moisture farmer. He's Now, he's a moisture farmer, and here's the thing I never got. Ben Skywalker. Is his name Skywalker? Mm, great question. I don't I'm know. I'm calling him Ben Skywalker. Okay. Ben Skywalker and Ben Kenobi, yeah. is, which is Obi-Wan's his secret name. You know what? I'm wrong. It's Uncle Owen. Okay, there Uncle we go. Uncle Owen, Aunt Beru. So, that's the eighth side of the story, is Uncle Owen. Right. The ninth side of the story, what would you say? The ninth side of the Star Wars yeah. saga? I would say that stormtrooper that uh, hits his head on the door when it closes by accident. What's he yeah. up to? First day? Who knows? He just got, and someone just happened to be filming that and put it in a movie. Yeah, let me help you out with a few more. Yeah. Uh, tenth side of yeah. the story, the Rancor trainer. Although he doesn't appear until Jedi, but where is he in New Hope? Yeah, that's What's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. Because it must take years to train a Rancor to, to you know, have a have a bond with you so that it doesn't eat you. And see, the 11th side of the story is uh, Lando Calrissian, who doesn't show up until the second movie. But I think it is essential to understanding the first movie that you know Lando's side of the story. Clearly, the Empire is already dealing with the Cloud City of Bespin at this point. Yes, and we and we want to know, and that's that's what this whole podcast is about. Yeah, getting to the heart of what Star Wars is. You need to know what Lando's all about. Okay, well, twelfth side of the story, the last and most important side of the story for Star Wars is uh, Grand Moff Tarkin's side of the story. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, I would God. say he is a great villain, great character. Yeah, I mean, you gotta. It, it's people sometimes don't even talk about him. What? Just the other day, nobody was talking about Grand Moff Tarkin. He's the Grand Moff. He's... <laughs> you just... Uh, I don't know who you think was ordering the strikes, but, uh, you know, there has to be middle management under the Emperor and then under Vader. Above and... Vader. He's Vader's boss. He's he's not Vader's boss. He's his boss. He, they're at kind of equal levels, I feel like. Mm, it's it's sort of diagonal, but he is above... He get he's at a higher pay grade than Darth Vader. Oh, I don't know about that. Vader, no, he definitely Vader is. is the Emperor's right hand man. 
No, he's not. Grand Moff Tarkin. Grand Moff Tarkin is a military commander. Yes. And Darth Vader is a lower rank than him. And that's what I'm talking about, a dodecahedron of truth. Wow. Because you you were buying into the lie. You're right. That Darth Vader was was Grand Moff Tarkin's uh, uh, co-worker. What a fool I've been. He's his employee. I got to go back and rewatch the movies. You, do you think I can still get the remastered editions? What do you mean? Well, if I'm going to rewatch them, I better watch the new ones because they're better, right? Like he's well, they have more and, sides to the story. Yes. Right, he's fixed all the mistakes. That There's he made a lot the of CGI time. sides to the story that were added oh, in. I really hope he added extra like sand lizards and aliens <laughs> flying yeah. around. That would really, you know, just clutter up the screen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, and look, and look, not quite as good as the practical in camera <laughs> stuff from before. That's right. Oh wow, I can only dream. Okay, pretty good, Eric. Yeah, so every every episode we would uh, we would find a story, we would get to the bottom of it, all 12 sides of it. And if you get to the bottom of one side and then you get to the bottom of the side that's opposite that side mm-hmm. on the dodecahedron, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they like meet in in the center. And then you keep getting at the bottom of these all these other sides. They meet at the center of the dodecahedron. And then you get to the center of the truth and and of what the story is. Well, that's a very abstract idea, and I can't really speak to that, but uh, <laughs> I will take your word for it. You know Thank what? You. All right, I've got a pitch for you here that actually okay, it kind of fits into this. Mm. So this is a story that probably has a few sides to it, and I'd like you to tell me if it has twelve. Okay. What goes on in the mind of a creative genius who also happens to be an alleged rapist? Well, wonder no more. Eric and I are going to comb through every episode of The Cosby Show, ep by ep, looking for clues to Cosby's growing madness. This is called Cosby Clues, and it's like an episode guide to uh, to The Cosby Show, but we're specifically looking for signs that he is as crazy as it has now come out that he is. Um, hmm. Now, could you give me all 12 sides of that story? <laughs> okay. Side number one, Bill Cosby's side. Never did it. <laughs> Never did it. Not a crazy person. Okay. Side number two, I don't know any of the names of the women that, that he has raped, but side number two. All of them. No, each one gets their own side. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were amalgamating like you did no. with, the, with the Jawas. No, no, no. Well, the Jawas, I mean, they're not even humans. Right. They don't get, each each person gets a side of their own story. Probably the way that Bill Cosby feels okay, so about other people. Side number one, okay. he didn't do it. Okay. Side, side no- number two, yeah, he did it. Side number three, uh, yeah, uh, he, he did definitely it. did it. Side, side number, number four, yeah, uh, he did it. Side number five, I can't believe you're asking me this. He absolutely did it. <laughs> side, side number six, I mean, at this point, you've already heard all those other sides, but yeah, he did it. Side uh, number seven, you're still asking for proof. Like I mean, there's there's nothing I can give you except for my my testimony <laughs> yeah. that he did do it. I would hope that's enough. Uh, throwing it on the pile. S- uh, side number eight. I already told you maybe 20 years ago that he did it, mm-hmm. and nobody listened to me, and the media did not report on it. But yes, I'm saying it again. He did do it. Side number nine. Uh, yeah, I said something back in 1974, and he ruined my life because of it, and went after me litigiously, and uh, I've just tried to move on and. Uh, you know, make the best you can of a life. But yeah, he did it. He did it. Side number 10, Cosby's wife. Are you guys nuts? He didn't do it. <laughs> side, num- side number 11. Yes, he did. He did do it. <laughs> That's side number 11. Uh, side number 12 is Cockroach from the Cosby Show. Who? What's he doing here? <laughs> he shouldn't be here. Maybe he was just an actor on a show. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, yeah, well, okay, that's the side to that controversy, but this is, 
I want to see, like, you've heard about his Spanish fly bit, right? No. Okay, one of uh, one of Cosby's stand-up sets, he does a whole extended run on Spanish fly. Yeah. And, like, how he's obsessed with Spanish fly, which is... Uh, it's it, a love potion, it's right? It's an aphrodisiac. It's a supposed aphrodisiac that I don't think has any effect. It's just like, you know, it's like something you're supposed to slip into people's drinks. And it oh. makes them incredibly, like, riled up. So he does, like, a eight-minute bit on this. An eight-minute bit. It's on his al- one of his albums. It's very like he talks about it for a good while. That's a long. That's a long time. It's a lot of. And he he takes he's all these breath like stops just to like breathe heavily and wipe sweat from around his mouth and. <laughs> and I got this. He gets the Spanish fly and then you put it in the drink and. The, Oh, that's boy. a pretty good Cosby, actually. Oh, I wasn't aiming for it just then. You, the only way got, I can do a Cosby, it a little bit. you got to do like a, it's like a drunk guy at a party. In my, <laughs> you go up, but then you go down. And there's a, a cockroach and a Rudy Huxtable and Vanessa and all the others. All the others. Yeah, he's not bad. big fucking weirdo. It's all right. I mean, I'm not an impressionist. Except yeah. for impressions of you. Would you like to hear my impression of you? Yes. All right. Hey. My name's Eric, and I'm a big, dumb, fat idiot. What'd you think? That's kind of a mean impression. <laughs> I'm not... Well, all right, but the voice was spot on. I, it was... Uh, well, you know, I think you got some work to do. I think your Cosby's a lot better. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Yeah. Do you so, want to hear my impression of you? Yes, please. Okay, my name is Piers, and I'm a big, dumb, fat idiot. <laughs> what did you think? What did you think? That's incredible. Thank you. You know, you didn't study acting, did you? I did, yeah. Oh, okay. I learned if something new. If by study acting, you mean I took uh, one and a half classes at the Yukon College. Really? Yeah. Serious? In acting? Yeah. What was the name of the course? Acting. You yeah. idiot. Like acting 101? It was just acting. It was just acting. <laughs> it was just acting. Hi, I'm here for acting. Because <laughs> I Excuse want to know me. how to act. Is this the right lecture hall for acting um i i didn't you know as you can see i dropped out of that class and came to the vancouver film school yeah but before then my acting teacher was the uh, casting director on a tv show that was shooting up there so she got me the in and i got on tv baby apparently you just have a natural gift for it i have a natural gift for what's that called when uh um uh, come on, give me something Fuck. to go on here. What's that called when, like, you get your family members? Nepotism. I have a natural gift for nepotism. Oh, we all do. Yeah. We all do. Good for you for using it. Okay, so two ideas on the table. One is 12 sides of everything, and one is every episode of The Cosby Show broken yeah. down by us, truly. I don't really Yours like truly? The Cosby Show. Well, no, but we're not watching it for enjoyment. We're watching it as serious detectives. But do we, do we need... Is there anything else to detect, though? Yeah, I want to see if anything else like the Spanish fly pops up. Oh, I see. So you're looking for you're looking for a methodology that we can use to apply to other sitcom stars and see if hey, I mean, there's no allegations against um Jim uh Jim Varney, he's dead. Not Jim Varney. The Jim fuck. God damn it. Why am I so bad with the names? The one with like uh You're thinking of John Ritter and he is also dead. No, like the according to Jim guy. Jim Belushi? Yeah, Jim Belushi. There's no allegations against Jim Belushi being a rape. I've never heard that before. There is no reputation to ruin there. I know. Well, <laughs> okay. But I I mean it doesn't the reputation isn't the important part. We're trying to find the rapists. I am just trying to uh So we can if if we watch every episode of the Cosby show and look for clues, we'll have a formula that we can apply to other sitcoms. 
I, and see I, if anything comes up. I think that every rapist is probably a little bit different. And so I don't I don't want to wrongly convict someone using the formula we developed with the Cosby show. Yeah. Right now, I just want to focus on putting another nail in Cosby's coffin. Whoa. He needs some more nails, eh? <laughs> I, he's busting at it. Why am I out? Well, we'll see. I mean, do you think he's going to go to prison? No. Yeah, neither <laughs> I do don't. I. Neither do I. I think he's going to get away with it, more or less. This maybe he'll. Maybe the civil suit will win out. Maybe. It's uh, it's 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 hard to say. It's a very complicated case. So let's just have some fun kicking him while he's down. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> let's vote. All right. I'm gonna vote for mine because I'm a fan of the truth. That's it. I <laughs> That's didn't have any follow up. Great. I'm gonna vote for. My idea, because I think that there's only one side to the story that matters, and that's the side of the victims. <laughs> I don't think, like, well, your we've, idea is... We've that, established that was at least eight sides. Unless you one, apply... One of them twice, so nine sides. Unless you apply a Jawa formula, where you <laughs> true. take people collectively. Um, Which I think is dehumanizing. <laughs> but it's okay to dehumanize Jawas, to, because they're to not To de-Jawaize them? Yeah, de-jawa, I don't mind. Jawaize, de-Jawaize. De-Jawaize. De-Jawaize, those Jawas. Oh, no, it's another tie. <laughs> oh, no. Well, Will we ever win? Well, thanks for listening to Podcast vs. Podcast, everybody. If you want to find us, we're on social media at PodcastVS on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook. So reach out to us. Give us a hello. Yeah, give us a hello. Give us a goodbye. I don't want... No, I don't want them to say goodbye. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Just say hello. Hello. Thanks for listening. Hello. hello.